Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. Have another solo episode of the podcast for you today as I'm going to be joined by Paul Biancardi of ESPN to uh, talk Shaden Sharp's commitment to Kentucky and the recent momentum that the Wildcats have on the recruiting trail. Kentucky coaches are out all over the place today, seeing Cason Wallace, Derek Lively, uh, Chris Livingston, and other UK basketball recruiting targets for 2022. So we're going to talk to Paul Biancardi about that. I'm also going to ask him about Reed Shepard and what he thinks about the in-state Kentucky star for the 2023 class. Reed picked up an offer earlier this summer. So I want to get Paul's thoughts on that, as well as the 2022 guys and what this class would mean if they get a Cason Wallace and a Derek Lively and a Chris Livingston to go with Sky Clark and Shaden Sharp already committed for this class. Uh, Paul is an excellent interview. Always appreciate his time. This is the first time I've had him on podcast. I usually talk to him for print stories uh, or something uh, that goes up on the website. Uh, but this one will be for Kentucky Daily. Very excited for Paul to make his debut on the show. This won't be the only time you hear from Paul Biancardi. We will do this as we move throughout the recruiting period and into the spring. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Blue Wire Pods, and it's also brought to you by the Butcher's Pub. Three locations, one in Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. It's an excellent place to go out and catch a game or just have a meal. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. Before we jump into this interview, I do want to apologize for some echo in the background of uh, Paul's phone call. Skype is not the best platform to use for audio phone calls, uh, but that's what we're doing at the moment. We are currently looking at new options and other ways uh, to record phone calls with guests. So we will get that changed as soon as possible, as soon as we find something that works on both ends, and it works well for uh, Kentucky Daily here. The audio is not horrible. You're going to be able to hear everything Paul had to say, just a little bit of annoying background noise if uh, if that's something that bothers you. I, I tried to put the audio to a level to where it wouldn't be too much, so we hope that you can enjoy this interview and join us again on Kentucky Daily for Friday's episode where Derek and I are going to give our predictions for Kentucky-Mizzou maybe our guys to watch in that game. And then we will also recap last week's weekly picks and then make our new weekly picks uh, for this week two matchup with Kentucky and Mizzou and the rest of the league across the SEC. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right in to that interview with Paul Biancardi of ESPN. On Kentucky Daily is Paul Biancardi of ESPN. Paul, thanks for joining me. All right. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Paul, let's start right here at the top. So this was a big week for John Calipari and the Kentucky basketball program. It had been a long time since they had landed the overall number one player uh, by recruiting service, but Shaden Sharp is that guy. What do you think about that commitment? I think it's big time for Kentucky to not just get the number one player, uh, but to get somebody who can impact them in the scoring department next year as a freshman. He's got a college-ready body got an outside shot that is maybe one of the best in the high school game. Uh, he's efficient. He's got poise. He's got a drive game. And more importantly, he can create his own shot. And that's so important, as we all know, when games going on, that plays don't work. And sometimes defenses are locked into certain individuals. Um, Shaden Sharp has the ability to create some space, get a shot off with size, a little bit of a wiggle. A foot fake, and he's got a beautiful stroke. 
So it's a big addition for the Wildcats. And Paul, this was something early on in John Calipari's time at Kentucky. Now he he gets great players every single year. I mean, we're talking top fifteen guys uh, every single class, but. It had been a while since they'd gotten the number one guy. He he brings in Orlando Antigua. He brings in Chin Coleman. Is is this kind of that effect of getting that staff back together and maybe making a big splash in recruiting right away, get, getting that top-ranked guy again? It could be. Um, I, I thought, you know, they got good talent in the last couple of years, but some of the, some of the talent didn't work out for different reasons, um, whether it was a high school player or even a transfer. Look, Olivier Saar, everybody wanted him. Everybody. So, and, and, you know, he played well, but I don't think he played to the level that everyone expected. Um, some of the freshmen didn't have the, the first year that, you know, maybe what expectations would have said. So, and some of that is into the evaluation of the recruits. And some of that is the recruits themselves, you know, just needed more time maybe to, to blossom. But obviously they, they were looking to move on to the NBA somehow. Uh, and some of them couldn't cut what Kentucky was all about. And, and that, that goes back to the evaluation. But, I mean, Coach Antigua, Coach Coleman, the proven recruiters, um, I don't even know if last year, let's take the class of 2020, for example, a couple of years ago, you know, you weren't getting Cade Cunningham. Kentucky tried. His brother was an assistant coach at Oklahoma State. He was going where his brother was. Um Evan Mobley's dad was an assistant at USC. Jalen Green went to the G League. Uh, and, and, and before that, there's been some years where, the, you know, the number one player, Ben Simmons, you know, his, his godfather, uh, David Patrick, was on staff at LSU. It's hard to beat family relationships um, for any player, whether it's the number one player or top five player. So I know Kentucky goes after those guys, but they also have to be the right fit. Sometimes they get them, sometimes they don't. But, it, but this is certainly a, a, a statement recruit for John Calipari and his staff. And don't forget, they have Sky Clark, who's a top 20 player, another outstanding shooter in my mind. So I think Kentucky brings in two guys that can really shoot the ball with size, and they have college-ready bodies. And Shaden's a guy, Paul, that just continued to, once he came on the radar, just continued to bump up those rankings. What is it about him that led to him being the overall number one player in the class? Well, a couple of factors. His game was one. Uh, he produced at a high level at the EYBL, which is a fantastic summer basketball league, and, and you know played great in the springtime. He came on gradually. A year ago this time, yes, he wasn't ranked because he wasn't ready to be ranked. Uh, and the class was stronger a year ago this time. A lot of guys uh, leave classes. They reclassify. Uh, Jalen Duran, Amani Bates, other guys left the class. And, 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 you know, they held the number one and two spots. So that, that kind of left number one wide open. And I thought Shaden Sharp did the best job of taking that spot um, because of his efficiency, his productivity. And, you know, he didn't just put points up. He put effective points up against high-level competition. And for a guy who can make shots all over the floor, he didn't really hunt his shot all that much. He was He was easy to play with, which I like. I look way beyond the talent. I'm looking at character traits. He was a good teammate. He had good body language. Uh, he played with good effort, defended uh, at times. Uh, obviously, that, that end of the floor needs more effort and more focus, as do most players that are highly ranked. But his offensive game is 
is really well put together at this stage. And uh, I like his mindset. I like his approach. And uh, he, he earned the number one spot. But, but that number one spot, Sean, is, is wide open. Uh, it's pretty fluid. Behind him is Keontae George going to Baylor. Uh, Derek Lively's behind him. Amari ba- uh, Bailey. There's four or five guys for that spot. He earned it right now, Sharp. Uh, you know, we'll see if he can hold on to it. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And you already mentioned Scott Clark. Uh, it, it's crazy to think that he's been a part of this class for almost a year now. So K- Kentucky fans were kind of wondering, Paul, like, what's going on in recruiting? Why is Kentucky not getting anybody? Well, it was kind of uh, it's kind of different for someone to be in Kentucky's class so early, the way Scott was. But then he had the injury this summer. I've talked to his dad. He's coming back strong from that. Just how do you project him at the next level? Is he a one? Is he a two? Can do both. How do you how do you view his game? I view Sky Clark as a guy who can shoot the ball off screen, spot up shooter, come off ball screen shooter, but he's also a playmaker. You know, so he does have that ability to play the one or the two spot. But I like the way he stretches out a defense and he puts pressure on a defense with his scoring ability. Now he's got he's got a strong, powerful frame, uh, much like Shaden Sharp. So I would classify him as a shooting guard, but also a playmaker. So I could you could put him at the one spot at times, but he also can easily slide over to the two. Uh, Shaden Sharp, in my mind, is a flat out two guard with some ball handling ability, uh, some playmaking ability, but more of a guy who can just you have to game plan against his drive, his jumper, you know, his pull-up transition. You, you got to know where Shaden Sharp is all the time. And Sky Clark can can play off of his jump shot and be a playmaker. They they've got great size in the backcourt next year at Kentucky, and they got two guys that, in my mind, the two of the better shooters in the class. And, and Sky Clark getting hurt, uh, he's bouncing back strong, as you mentioned, down at Montverde Academy. And, you know, by the time he enrolls next year with Shaden Sharp, uh, that could be one of the best backcourts in the SEC. And a couple more guys in that class. Uh, Kaysen Wallace is a guy that just recently wrapped up an official visit to Kentucky. I know there's some some buzz with Kentucky growing there in that recruitment. Just talk to me about his game, Paul. The, the times that I've seen him, I think he has a lot of potential to be a very good two-way player. Obviously, his his motor is something that stands out to me on the defensive side. Yeah, I think that's what – Kaysen Wallace is fantastic in the open floor. And he can take a defensive rebound, go coast to coast, and just go right at the rim. Uh, he can find teammates. In the half-court game, he's a driver and a shooter, uh, a playmaker of sorts. 
And uh, on the defensive end, though, he, he really gets focused. And uh, a lot of guys don't that are highly ranked. Uh, they rest on their offensive giftedness. Uh, Case and Wallace is, you want to, you know, use the phrase pit bull, uh, alpha dog. He, he's got that mentality that he's just going to bring it on both ends. As you mentioned, Sean, a two-way player. I think he gives great effort and great attention to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, excellent athlete. So he's a guy that I think comes in and, you know, if Kentucky can get him, you're looking at a three-guard lineup that would be one of the better three-guard lineups in the country. Uh, I know he's considering some other schools, uh, but there is some heavy buzz with Case and Wallace in Kentucky. And then, you know, Kentucky, obviously there's some stuff coming out too. Chris Livingston and uh, Eric Lively in that class as well. Just speak to what you see from those two players, Paul, and how good can can those two be? Yeah, Livingston is a great athlete, and, and he plays with good energy. He's not as skilled as those other guys, but he gets a lot done rebounding, you know, finishing, scoring with opportunity. His skill level, you know, needs work at all three levels, but he's a capable outside shooter. Um, and, and you can just see him oozing with upside, trying to put it all together, Chris Livingston. Uh, Derek Lively is at a different level because he's a big and he's a modern day big, uh, almost seven feet, and he shoots it really comfortably from the three point line. Not, not a great shooter, but comfortable shooter. And he showed all summer he can make the three-point shot. Then defensively, you know, he, he blocks the rim at a high level. He protects it, and uh, he'll rebound really well. Not a low-post threat, more of that, that big man that you see in the NBA game who runs, who dunks, who makes threes, protects the rim, um, but so much to bring to the game. I mean, great, great body, great measurables. And, and productivity from the offensive end. You just mentioned, you know, Derek Lively, Chris Livingston, Kaysen Wallace. They already got Clark, and they already got Sharp. If Kentucky was to get those guys that you mentioned, plus what they already have, I mean, it would hard hard for me to think, sit here and think, wow, that that probably would be the number one class. I don't, I don't know who could get better and more, and could that be the best class Kentucky's had in a long, long time? got to get those three guys but those are the main targets right now and just a couple more questions for you so John Calipari spoke yesterday Paul and and we know that there's been this offseason push to kind of change the philosophy the way Kentucky plays a little bit he's mentioned with the four out one in look and then yesterday he was talking uh, or sorry Tuesday he was speaking to us UK media saying that they're, they're going to have four guard spots on this team but they don't have to be guards as long as they have guard skills. When you look at this recruiting class and the targets that they have, do you see maybe a change in philosophy of the types of guys that he's going after with skill set? Well, I, I think Cal's always adjusted to the times, right? The dribble drive, when he first got there, he got guards that were great off the dribble. And he had bigs like, you know, Willie Cauley-Stein and, and, and other guys like Cousins that could – you know, score a little bit, but really protect the rim. You know, Cal's a guy that loves to have that shot blocker. And his best teams usually had the great guards and the shot blocker. Most college teams have the recipe. But I think that you see him looking at skill a little bit more. But I think he also wants a tough-mindedness about guys. 
and, and maybe some of the guys last year weren't as tough-minded as he would have liked. And, and, and you got to be tough-minded right away at Kentucky. You, you don't have a lot of time to grow up um, sometimes. Now, you certainly can stay in the program four years and develop, but a lot of the guys that go there, you know, they put pressure on themselves to, to make it right away, and I, I don't think that's, that's good for them. Uh, but you are in a situation where you've got to understand guys are going to come in behind you that are as good as you, if not better. And you got to be okay with that. That's why it's important to be, you know, tough minded. But I think Cal's looking at skill. You know, he once told me a long time ago, if I could get five guys that were six, nine and versatile and skilled that I'd play five guys that are six, nine or bigger uh, with skill. Um, and that sounds good in theory, um, but, but you need it. You need a, a point guard. You need someone to orchestrate the offense. You need a facilitator. And that's why I think Xavier Wheeler, in my mind, is probably the most important piece on this Kentucky team next year. The, the guy's an absolute fabulous facilitator, gets everybody involved at the right time. He puts the ball right in the hands of, of your of a teammate to score, whether it's coming off a screen or rolling to the basket or hitting a cutter. And he pushes it with great speed and transition. You, you need that orchestrator on every team. And uh, so I, I think Wheeler's that guy. And you look at the roster this year, they got Kellen Grady, CJ Frederick. You got shooters, you got guards, you got small forwards that can play a guard position. So I, I think Cal wants to be able to score the ball a little bit easier than he, than he has in the past. Paul, last thing I have for you, just jumping into that 2023 class, there's a name that Kentucky fans are familiar with, and it's Reed Shepard, who uh, he lives maybe an hour from where I live here in Kentucky, just what do you think about his game? I love Reed Shepard's game. Um, from the moment I laid eyes on him, uh, he's just somebody that, you know, he's easy to like, he's easy to watch, complete team player, sees the whole floor, but understands that he, he's a guy who can get 20 points in a game, knows when he's open, can drill it uh, from the outside, excellent passer, um, the way he plays is, is the way you would want your team to play. And, and that's a credit to his summer basketball program, his high school team, and obviously his dad, Jeff, instilling those, those attributes. You know, he's got the on-court traits. He's got the off-court traits. And um, he's a guy that, that's very impressive in my mind. He's Paul Biancardi. You can follow him on Twitter at Paul Biancardi. Paul, thank you so much for joining me here on Kentucky Daily. All right. Thanks, Sean.